Welcome to the Straight to the Point podcast. Hi, my name is Bo Crable. I am an Amazon seller investor, and I've been lucky enough to be mentored by several millionaire business icons at a very young age, and I took action on their advice. This podcast is all about providing you with the right knowledge to succeed in the online retail business and grow your personal wealth to your maximized potential. Let's get right into it. What I'm doubling down in 2020 in my Amazon business. You know, I've actually uh, spent a lot less time on social media and YouTube in 2019 and spent most of my time just on, you know, um, focus on building a team and foundation and also just building out what I like to call pipelines. The biggest thing that I had the biz- biggest success for 2019 and what I'm going to be really focusing on in 2020 is every single day I'd wake up and write down two things, make money now a task and long-term pipeline make money later task. I actually got this kind of concept from Jeff Bezos and really kind of made it my own with just making it very simplified. I really like to make complicated situations simple on titling things when I wake up every day, make money now and make money later. And why I got this brought up is I was actually listening to an interview by Jeff Bezos, you know, the owner of Amazon. And someone was asking him about why was this quarter so profitable? He's like, well, you know, four years ago, uh, we were working on this, and that's why. You know, what we did last quarter doesn't really represent anything that made money this uh, quarter. It's like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So today, like in my Amazon business, I'm always, I like to, what I would say, stay paranoid. So what I'll be focusing on in 2020 is staying paranoid. And what I mean by that is what works today will probably work for a little bit, but may not work in the future. Um, you know, I'm, most of my sales come off of video games. I have a very certain strategy to it. And, you know, that probably will work, I think in a few years from now, but you know, maybe it might not work in five years from now or six years from now. And, you know, even if it does work, wouldn't it be great if I now have two other revenue streams that if those goes down, they're still coming up. So I'm be focusing on paranoidness in 2020 and not being a one-legged stool. The problem that most Amazon sellers have, doesn't matter if you're private labeling, doesn't matter if you're doing arbitrage, especially if you're doing arbitrage, doesn't matter if you're drop shipping, doesn't matter if you're selling name brands, is so many Amazon sellers are one-legged stools. That they source products from a couple suppliers and they get products into their store and they do well. They have one private label product that's one good brand and it's working well from them. They have one advertising strategy that they're doing paper cook ads and that's it. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to go on 30 different platforms now running Facebook ads and selling your own site and selling on eBay and doing all this stuff is just focus on making good streams of revenue. So if you are sourcing for one spot, making money with it, great. Now build that foundation with it. So now it's a very strong house and it can't be taken down. And then now work with a couple other suppliers. Now you already built that foundation. Too many people want to go jump around and not build a strong foundation. So um, like ask yourself right now, what should you focus on in 2020? Just being more focused and showing up could be a good thing, but building a strong foundation is what I think a lot of Amazon sellers miss out on. Um, so why and like what are the things that I am that I did in the last like six months or so, and then what I'll be doing kind of most without 2020. So I've actually been uh selling on my own website, not bowcrypto.com, but I actually set up a, a website specifically for selling um video games. And we're actually doing pretty well on it right now. Um, my goal is that we get 10% of my Amazon revenues, um, so whatever that number is, at the end of the year to also be on our own site. Uh, now, the reasons why I've done that is because I know, you know, 
Amazon, it will always be a thing. Even if it doesn't, like there will be a new marketplace that happens upon it. However, just integrating and driving more revenues to my Amazon store and be able to go sell more products, I realize, okay, well, I'm building really good relationships with my suppliers right now, but how can I sell more products and how can I build better relationships? And what I th- thought about that, I was like, okay, well, on Amazon, you know, I can sell a lot of products, but I'm kind of limited. If you're an Amazon seller, you understand this, that um, c- certain products just don't work on Amazon because of the fees. For example, let's say there's a $60 product um, and, you know, you're buying it for, let's call it 45 You're not going to make any money with Amazon fees. But what if you could sell that on your own site where you're just getting hit with a 3% merchant account fee? And then maybe you spend a couple of dollars on advertising and get a sale for that. Well, now, okay, you got that sale. You sold that product. Maybe you made a couple bucks, which wasn't anything exciting. But now you can go sell those products back to the customers again. So I was like, okay, well, this makes a lot of sense for me to be able to go sell directly to consumer. That's going to open up about another 15 to 20% of products that I could never sold before. So now, you know, if I can get a certain percentage of my revenues up there, I can then go buy, you know, again, if I can get 10% of my revenues on my direct to consumer store, um, compared to Amazon, that means I can go buy 10% more goods from my supplier, assuming we grow at another 30, 40, 50% this year on Amazon, you know, we could buy, you know, close to another 60 to 80% more this year from our suppliers, which is going to create better relationships. And as that time cultivates and goes on, um, what if that the revenues I'm doing right now, my Amazon business in two years from now is the same on my direct to consumer site. So now I'm able to go source out more products and that's going to open up so many different other avenues to go about. So that was that. Um, that was one pipeline and one like paranoia thing that I built out. When I'm saying paranoia or paranoid, it's not like a um, an act of fear. It's an act of just being smart and playing the long-term game. Um, a, a phrase I like to use, I think is actually a, I think it might've been a, a rapper. I think Drake said this is like, I always like to be playing chess when others playing checkers. So, so many Amazon sellers, especially let's say like arbitrage sellers that are just completely a one-legged stool that they go buy products from Walmart or uh, Nike or all these other stores. And it's like, okay, what control do you have? What if the lady says, hey, you can't buy 50 of these units at once at the checkout or the person says that? Or would they say, hey, you know, you got to go pay sales tax right now because we realize that you're not buying this um, in the tent for whatever purpose that you have a fake whatever. Or let's say you are having to pay sales tax and your county raises it up like, 2%. 2%. Or let's say that you just get shut down because you didn't have the right receipts. Um, what if, let's say you're drop shipping and your consistent supply. No, it's actually really funny. I have um, uh, sellers who drop ship and they use my inventory to then drop ship on eBay and other places. But anyway, let's say you're drop shipping and your main source is like one website like Target. And then let's say Target comes out of stock. So either way, long story short, don't be a one-legged stool. So think about, always try to think on what's the worst outcome that could happen. And not in a negative way. Like, don't think it's going to happen. Just think, okay, let me think smart here. What is the possible solutions on how this doesn't work anymore? I think that's what you should also always ask yourself as a business owner is how can I break this? How can I break it? How can I break it? How can I break it? And the more you can break it, the more you can put it down. You know, for example, you know, um, me as a cross-country runner, I realized that I couldn't run faster just from running faster. I had to run faster, break my muscles down, and rebuild them again. That's how we know pretty much recovery works. So if you can have a really good system and process going and see how you can break it and just shut it down, 
then you can build stronger again because let's think about it. Most business owners are just stuck in their own ways. And this is going to come huge and hit brick and mortar stores hard in the next few years. Now, some people think there's going to be a recession happening soon. I don't know. But if you look at all the brick and mortar stores right now, they are a one-legged stool. If a recession happens, less people are going to be buying products. You know, I saw, you know, Apple is coming out with like a $2,500 like MacBook or something crazy like that, which, you know, they're always going to be in business. But ask yourself right now, are you one expensive bill from being out of business or are you a recession away from being out of business? So for me, um, it doesn't matter if a recession comes, it doesn't matter. It even doesn't, it doesn't even matter if one of my Amazon accounts gets shut down. So that's one small thing too, is I have a you know friend down in uh, Puerto Rico, one of my neighbors who, uh, they have 30 Amazon accounts, which is, which is quite excessive. I mean, they have like a uh, multiple, multiple, like a, like nine, I think they're like in the tens of millions or something, something crazy like that. Um, but they do well. So, the, you know, they stay par- paranoid and they're pretty bulletproof. Like they could get shut down on Amazon. Um, you know, their sales could stop on Amazon. They're fine. So ask yourself out right, right now is throughout 2020, try to become bulletproof. Um, for me, as you know, I'm lucky enough to be able to have success at a young age. Uh, my goal really over these next three years is to build up my e-commerce business that I literally could die and still my business would operate and grow. Which I'm not planning to go do that. But if you look like Walmart, right? Um, if you add up all the wealth from the Waltons, Walmart, which is the Walmart family, you know, Walmart's making more money every single day. Sam Walton's been passed away for quite some time. So that's kind of where I want to get to the point is where my business can run efficiently on not just a one-legged stool, but we have a, you know, a 20-foot marble uh, dinner table that's just sitting there stuck in the ground that is a rock that continues to grow, grow, grow. I guess a good example for this is actually a business partner, now mentor of mine, like Ty Lopez. Um, he's got like a barn that's all built by the Amish. And he says the Amish uses these like special nails that become stronger over time. So don't build your house. Don't build your business. Um, how typically most people do, build like the Amish, where it gets stronger over time, which a lot of that, it, it just, it's quite simple. You just need to take a step back, see where the holes are at in your business and ask yourself, where could things fall? So if you're, you know, doing the Amazon business that I'm doing, selling big name brand products, ask yourself what could be the pitfalls that happen. And you know, maybe you're not even making money on Amazon yet. Maybe you literally have no products into your store. That's fine. What you should do is, well, first off, the big problem that I have right now that I'm a zero like legged stool, be able to make one good leg. Um, focus on dealing with a couple of suppliers first. Um, a lot of people tend to just like spend so much time on never doubling down on one quality vendor, one quality supplier, one quality uh, product. So just focus on one and then continue to build that, continue to build that. Now, when the issues come when you're making money, some issues that could happen is, okay, what if your supplier starts to not have those products again? Um, Really good example is I was doing really well on this Apple product in 2017 and 2018. And uh, wow, if uh, at the, looking back on it, it was probably okay that I spent so much time onto it, but it was about 80% of my revenue during that time that I was just doubling down and focusing and just wanting to get this product, making sure we're in stock, getting more of it, expanding, et cetera. And I didn't spend that much time at all on sourcing out other products. 
So what I see what happens is, you know, people, they get their first sales on Amazon and they want to celebrate, which is good. Celebrate your success. Celebrate your first sale. Remember it. Put a dollar on your uh, bed or whatever it is and remember that. Remember the first product you sold. Remember that sale. But now get back to work. Find the next deal. Keep going at it. Um, so long story long, long story short, um, stay paranoid. Don't be a one-legged stool and try to see how you can break things. So ask yourself today, what can I break? What processes can I break? What can I make better? What can I improve? And sometimes it might not even be with um, you know, how you're operating your business. It could be with um, your efficiency, your productivity, um, which is good. You're, you know, you're listening to these podcast episodes, getting more um, information about that. But uh, thank you so much for listening to this. Feel free to message me on social media or uh, post on our Facebook group to what you thought about this episode. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode. The feedback has just been tremendous so far. I'm loving it. And I'd love it if you just took the next 30 seconds of your time to do me a quick favor. Please go ahead and leave a five-star rating and drop your number one takeaway from this episode inside whatever podcast platform that you're using. This is really just like a virtual pat on the back for me to continue to keep pumping out free content. Thank you so much and see you on the next episode.